we will not give in. That God would both give wisdom to godly families for their children. The children would learn to take a stand in the Babylonian culture and be able to actually demonstrate the power of God that is greater than the power of the enemy at this time. And I just, I think Psalm, again, just Psalm 78, I just want to pray this. I prayed this recently on another prayer call for particularly for Israel, for her children, but this is for all children that we would be responsible to teach our children the way of the Lord. Oh, my people, listen to my instructions. Open your ears to what I am saying, for I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past stories we have heard and known stories our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders, for he issued his laws to Jacob. He gave his instructions to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children so the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born, and they in turn will teach their own children. So each generation should set its hope anew on God not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you, Marty. Uh, Melody? Yeah, I heard until he makes his enemies his footstool. And it's in, obviously, three different places. Hebrews 10, 12, Luke 20, 43, and Psalm 110. And so... I think just spiritually in the spirit realm, what we have been doing and continue to do longing for his return makes the way for him to write everything. And in Psalm 110 too, the Lord shall send the rod of your strength out of Zion rule in the midst of your enemies. Mm. So basically declaring that and um, seeking that. Amen. Amen. Could you put the, could you put, you, you mentioned three scriptures could you put those in the chat, please? Yeah, please. Thanks, Melody. Okay, anyone, um, anyone else? Oh, Sue, you go ahead. Yeah, I just want to take a moment to just relay something here. I, I believe God's taking us as a global watch into strat strategic positioning. By that, I believe that he is not only wanting us to be watchful, but he's going to form something, a prayer and action team, so to speak. And I believe Heronhood gathering this year, God is going to release a corporate strategy for us for moving mm -hmm. forward in this environment of betrayal and death and destruction that we're facing. Mm. And I, I hope it inspires people to mobilize to that summit because it is going to be focused on ecclesia. What were what was the ecclesia? They were the ruling government. That is what God's calling the body of Christ to do. We are not that yet. And so he's releasing a strategy. And I just wanted to point people to the in this face of this horrific deception. We're we're seeing the great falling away, guys. <sighs> And what do we do as watchmen we, when we see this crash course before our eyes? The answer is in the Bible, and it's in 2 Kings 11, the rule of Athaliah. Between the kings, 2 Kings 9 and 11, every seed of David was annihilated, except for one little boy whom the priests hid in the temple for six years. And in 2 Kings 11.1, 1, this is the environment we're in. When Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son 
was dead, she arose and destroyed all the royal heirs. That's killing of all the children. That's what we're facing in, with this abortion stuff and now this infanticide. So what did the priests do? They formed the watch of the Lord. And it was the watch of the Lord that stood over the covenant issues. And over that six-year period of time, they mobilized. And at the right time, the true king of Israel came forth. We are in that process, guys, of preparing the way for the Lord. And the answer to this death and destruction is we're facing it eye to eye here on this call. We are a remnant, but we're watching and seeing, and there's more out there that there are more that need to be invited into this conversation. And I commission everyone on this line to take this to heart and begin to speak out of the abundance of your heart into your atmosphere, into your friends, mobilize them into action, into a place of watching and seeing what the Lord is saying in the midst of this destruction. There is an answer and it's right before us. Each one of us, God can give tools to, to deal with this warfare and, and bring uh, the ultimate victory will, we won't see in the natural We'll only see it in the supernatural right now. And, and we are preparing in the supernatural a pathway for the true king of Israel to return and put order in the courts. He is the one, Isaiah 63, when Jesus returned, he's going to put order in the courts. <laughs> but we must continue to contend for the covenant and make way for his coming. And that's the answer to this culture of death that's out there. Mm. Amen. All right, Carolyn, you've got a lot of responses to your, your word. Thank you. I knew you guys would come through. Delaine, uh -huh. <laughs> uh, Adalia, you also have a word? Yes, every Shabbat, we say the Shema and the Vahakta to bless our children. Uh, and that, right. I think that's a key here. Uh, I'm going to read it. I think we probably all know it. Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Akkad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And you're to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your being and all your resources. These words, which I'm ordering you today, you put on your heart. You're to teach them carefully to your children. You're to talk about them when you sit at home, when you're traveling on the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them on your hand as a sign. Put them on the front of a headband around your forehead and write them on the door frames of your house and on your gate. And I know in my own household, the TV, you're going to Hollywood, the media, what our children are getting, there's demons in the TV. There's a curse word. I couldn't, when I'm hearing it and they don't listen to me, we got to pray into that. Oof. But, and the games that they play, the violent games, demons are, in, and this is probably what happened to this 18 year old boy that did the killing. It's demonic. So I think this is a Hollywood thing in the United States more than anything else in our homes and what we're supposed to be teaching the word of God. So that's just what I wanted to add. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. There's also Jeremiah 9. When death comes in through the windows, like the TV, he says, call for the experienced wailing women. I'll get the scripture. It's just when... Uh, this was being read. It's powerful. Yeah, verse 17, Jeremiah 9. Would you like me to read it? Consider and call for the mourning women. 
that they may come and send for skillful wailing women, that they may come, let them make haste and take up a wailing for us, that our eyes may run with tears and our eyelids gush with water, for a voice of wailing is heard from Zion. How we are plundered, we are greatly ashamed, because we've forsaken the land, because we've been cast out of our dwellings. Yet hear the word of Yahweh, O women. Let your ear receive the word of his mouth. Teach your daughters wailing, and everyone her neighbor a lamentation. For death has come through our windows, has entered our palaces to kill off the children, no longer to be outside, and the young men no longer on the streets. Speak thus, says Yahweh, even the carcasses of men shall fall as refuse on the open field. And so it goes on. Thus says Yahweh, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, nor let the mighty man glory in his might, nor let the rich man glory in his riches, but let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am Yahweh exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says Yahweh. Amen. Amen. Um, Interesting. Also, also in Revelation 2, it speaks about Jezebel. And when she refused to repent, I was there today as well. When she, it says here in verse 21 of Revelation 2, and I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. And then it says in verse 22, indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation unless they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death and all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts and I will give to each one of you according to your works. I, I just want to pipe in here because in California, we've now, I believe, it's the end of the legislative session this week. There were nine bills that basically make California a sanctuary state for abortion. I believe they were all passed yesterday. Um, um, and it's very grievous for many of us, but it's also the fact that when we were there for lobby day, we really witnessed the fact that they were not listening to us. There was an agenda behind them that did, would not change their mind. But I'm still very hopeful because I saw God move. And it's often in these places of destruction where God um, really moves and begins to do his work. But I've been on several prayer calls for California this week. And I, I, all I could see was us sitting uh, with our hands white knuckled. And I said, get ready, guys, get ready for God to move. I don't know how it's going to manifest. That's not me to judge, but just get ready and be hopeful in all things. Because uh, Isaiah 26, 9 is one I'm camping on. And I'm releasing this to all of us because I believe we're seeing this. We're going to see both the judgments and the glory of God and next to each other. And uh, we've not been this way before with this level of intensity, I don't believe. Maybe in World War II they, and World War I, they were feeling this way, but the atmosphere is just ripe with has spiritual activity everywhere. And as God is, I believe we're in the end time narrative, guys, we are. 
but Isaiah 26, 9 is the word of hope for me. When the your judgments are in the earth, the, the inhabitants will learn righteousness. And that's a place where we can stand and say, call forth righteousness, call forth people to have eyes to see and ears to hear. And I think it's Isaiah 35, where God commands us, strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees, because then God will come with vengeance. And then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears will be unstopped and people will see God. So that's how I view this time. We're heading into judgments. It's going to be exciting. And I just pray for all of us that our hearts and minds would be strong in the Lord, filled with his word, filled with his hope and promises, because we'll be challenged that way. Judgments will work that way to try to take us off, of, off our wall and get us into, push us back maybe into complacency, or I don't really agree with that, or pointing the finger, and then all the, the stuff that gets wrapped around that is, that's why we have the core values here with the Global Watch, but I want to encourage everyone to be strong and of good courage in this hour. We are facing the giants, but it's time to pick up the stones. You guys have all been trained in the battle, and we can wield it mightily, and he wants us to wield it mightily. Amen. So we're we're getting towards the end of the hour. Katya, you have your hand up. You want to make a, a comment and then we'll go back to Carolyn. Carolyn, you can uh, close us off. I've ahead, been Kat. putting yes, I've been putting my hand up and down because I'm not sure. It is nothing in a way that I feel scripture-wise to come. It's just for me, that's how my brain is wired. I think the the mills stone is something that you get yoked to initially i kept thinking because if you look at it is the donkey that has not a stone around the neck it is bar that is connected to the millstone and then the donkey keeps walking and round now people that lead um let's say that person that killed the kids or people that do false teachings they are already yoked to the enemy. And I keep thinking, why do we have to then put the millstone spiritually around their necks? And then I looked at the scripture again in, in the gospels where it talks about the millstones. And shortly after that, it talks about repentance. It always gives them the kind of the finger and but. So uh, it says, for example, in Matthew um, 18.7, woe to the world because of stumbling blocks and temptations to sin. And the world that stumbling blocks come, but woe to the person on whose account or through whom the stumbling block comes. And then if your hand or your foot causes you to stumble and sin, cut it off. And in other scriptures, yeah, maybe we need to see that a bit more in context. I don't understand it, but to me, I keep thinking, these people are already yoked with the enemy. So what does the millstone do then actually? So um, that is just maybe, but I don't know, a thought for food. So that's all. I've been brave. Definitely. No, thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Katya. That, these are the kind of things when God gives an assignment, I've found it, it's really good to be able to run them by other people. You've all given me a, a treasure house of information here. I'm taking notes fast and furious. And oh, wow. I'm going to share this with Richard and just... Uh, pray into these. What does this mean? There were a couple of closing scriptures very quickly I wanted to read about children. John 16, 21. Whenever a woman is in labor, she has pain because her hour has come. But when she gives birth to the child, 
She no longer remembers the anguish because of the joy that a child has been born into the world. I love that one. And then two other ones, mm -hmm. Hebrews 2, 13 to 14. And again, I put my trust in him. And again, behold, I am the children whom God has given me. Therefore, since the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise also partook of the same, so that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil. And then the last one is 1 John 2, 18. Children, it is the last hour. And just as you have heard that the man of lawlessness is coming, even now many antichrists have appeared. From this, it is the last hour. So with that, we, we move into communion and just ask the Lord to sanctify us and, and give us his heart and his plans that we can understand. And I just pray that God will continue to give all of us dreams and visions and divine strategies so that we can not only pray, but also take action. And the reason this is such a big deal to me, as a Jew, when I was younger and I was not yet a believer, when people would talk about Yeshua, I would often, I actually told some people to go to hell. I didn't want because of the history and because of the, the nature of things. But to a Jewish mindset, don't tell me about your faith. Show me. That's a very Jewish thing. Don't just tell me, okay, you need to follow Yeshua. Why? What does it get me? What? Show me. And so I really think that God is wanting to move us into this new dimension of not just prayer, but prayer and action, whatever that looks like. But we don't want to be just running and, and doing anything. We want to really hear clearly from him. So thank you. I, I just, I'm so grateful for each of you for the input. It's more than gold, believe me. So you all have your wine and your matzah or your bread. Hallelujah. What a beautiful time. And as I mentioned at the beginning, the uh, parasha, the, the Torah portion of the week with the, the blessings for obedience and the curses for disobedience. I just thank you, Lord, that you called us to be obedient to you. And one of the things you called us to do is remember you and remember what you did for us on the tree. And so, Lord, we want to be obedient in remembering that you gave us the wine. You gave us the joy of the Lord. You gave us the blood of Messiah. You gave us everything we need in your provision. And we thank you for this. And so we just declare, Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam Amen. And we thank you, Father, for giving us the bread. You, as you broke the bread in two, and you said, do this in remembrance of me. Tonight, we do this. Today, we do this in remembrance of you and all that you have done for us and all that you've done for our children and our grandchildren. And we thank you, Father, that you are still watching over them providing them with the bread of life. So we lift up the bread of life and we give you thanks.
ברוכת אדוני, אלוהינו מלך העולם, המוציא לך הארץ. אמן. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who brings forth grain here, Shem Yeshua. So I wish you a blessed Shabbat. And ooh, before we go, I want to save everything because there were things posted in there that not everybody said. Wow. Thank you so much. Such, such a, a wealth of of blessings. Yes, Carolyn, you're, you're a huge blessing to us. And we're so thankful for you and so thankful for your being a part of the Global Watch family. And we are delighted in the Global Watch because you are uh, part of the Messianic community in Israel. We love you anyway, re regardless of what community you're a part of. But the fact that you're, you're a part of the Messianic community in Israel and you are interested in sharing with the rest of the world who you are and, and what you're doing and what is happening in Israel. It helps really helps us to be connected, to feel mm -hmm. connected to Israel. Many of us want to come in and, and are coming to Israel, but there are many that can't come. And so for those that can't, especially, it's, it's wonderful to be able to have this venue to be able to do that. So we just, we are just so thankful for you. Susan Rao, do you have any announcements before we close? No, but I think we should all pray for your husband's healing, Richard's healing at Thank the end. I just did want to give a quick heads up. Monday coming up next Monday at 6 a.m. Jerusalem time, we'll have the last session with a Q&A with Shirley and a last message for, from her. And that Shirley, thank you so much for the tremendous blessing this has been over the last, she, for two months, she's been plowing us through <laughs> the prophetic ministry to give wow. it, get us onto the ground for that. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, Shirley, do you want to close us off? Why don't you close us off in, in prayer? <laughs> I'll, I'll do that now. Thank you, Fred. Just want to encourage those of you who are considering coming on, our on, on Monday morning, uh, we're going to be praying impartation. Okay, mm. we're going to be trusting God for impartation. So just don't miss that. I encourage wow. you to be there. Impartation from Sue and Fred and I. So, Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, but I did want to get a, give a quick heads up too. With the next focus, we prayed into this and really landed on doing a focus on spiritual leadership. And there's a book by J. Oswald Sanders that's a classic on spiritual leadership. It's so good. And so we'll be going through that together for the next, the following two months on spiritual leadership. It'll yeah. help us all. Believe me, it will God's, help us God's, all. God's raising us up as leaders, as watchmen leaders. And so we need to understand a little bit more about that. And as part of our identity and part of our authority and our calling. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, a good it's a good follow-up to the prophetic school. Yeah. Amen. And to answer Sylvia Kelly's question, yes, Shirley Sessions were recorded. Yes, they're they're on our um, YouTube station, all of them. All right, Shirley, go ahead and um, unmute yourself and close us off in prayer. Abba Father, thank you for another week. Lord, thank you for this time that we could be together. Thank you for the privilege, Lord, of serving, of standing on the wall, of, of carrying your word and bringing your promises, Lord, and speaking your truth. 
Lord, we just thank you for a time of rest as we enter into Shabbat. We thank you that your peace is our strength and that your joy is our strength. And Lord, as Carolyn has shared so beautifully, Father, we just thank you that there is even impartation from her as a seer prophet. Lord, those dreams and those visions and the interpretations that she so strongly carries. Lord, we just say, yes, Lord, let be it unto us. And Father, we just pray for this, for every situation that was prayed for today, Lord, with the children, with every circumstance. Lord, we just thank you that you are watching over your word to perform it. And we trust in you, Lord. We love you. We adore you. We worship you. We glorify you. We magnify you. And we just want to say we love you, love you, Lord. Amen. All God's people with, said, with, uh, friend, amen. Friend, everybody reach out their hands and declare healing over Richard. Yes. That he will be up and about. We declare opening of his uh, airways and resolution of that pneumonia in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Carolyn. Blessing.